everyone. Welcome to our next episode of Sunday Prep in this amazing Christmas time, Christmas art of uh, week that we celebrate. Um, but first is first. Tim, how are you doing? Good morning, Father. I'm doing great. It's um, it's Christmas morning, <laughs> um, kind of, right? Uh, I love that you just said that, that it's, we're still in the octave of Christmas because, yeah, how many times have you already seen maybe online or maybe people make comments about like, when are you taking down your Christmas tree? Or how soon do you start packing up the... It's like, no, <laughs> we still got time. We're just getting warmed up. We're just getting started. So yeah, we're, we're still Christmas. And in the octave, we celebrate each day like it's Christmas day. So it's, uh yeah, it's Merry Christmas. And <laughs> how are you doing today, Father? Well, as you can see, I'm uh, not in my official clothes. Uh, I'm just relaxing, uh, taking my time off. Uh, I think I can say that uh, without any uh, any anything. I'm just resting, taking my time off during the Christmas season. Um, you know, you have seen the two of us, Father Zeg and myself. You know, in a, over the weekend, uh, so it was. Beautiful moment, great celebration, but yeah, no, it's it was it was draining, but uh, in a in a great way. Uh, don't get me wrong, uh, there it was beautiful, but um, both uh, him and myself, we are taking a little time uh, off because everything starts in just a couple of days uh, after the weekend. Uh, we only have Monday, and then Tuesday everything comes back to to normal, uh, if you want to say uh, this way. So yeah, it's the time of rest, but at the same time, you know, rebuilding the strength that we need. And you can hear uh, after the uh, weekend, um, my voice is okay. Thank God, uh, you know, the two of us were are fine. But still, you know, there's a little bit of remnant of, of the last week. <laughs> but we're all good. We're all good, healthy. Um, and um, I cannot even imagine, you know, we are already uh, on the last day of, of 2023, <clears throat> this Sunday, as we celebrate. Uh, we celebrate a beautiful uh, solemnity that the church uh, gives us, the Holy Family. But also this year, we celebrate the last day of the year, right? Uh, the 31st uh, on Sunday. And I'm sure uh, many of you will be thinking uh, of going for some uh, New Year uh, party and relax, you know, uh, see family and wait for that uh, January 1st. But first... It's first. Uh, we are uh, invited to come to the Lord and celebrate and give Him thanks. And, um, you know, as the liturgy of the Word is, uh, for this weekend is very rich, um, simply because the Church gives us a number of options for the reading. So whatever we will see, whatever, whatever we will hear, uh, speaks to us about important part of our life. Uh, and that is uh, the respect, the honor that we are to give uh, those who help us grow up. And, um, you know, um, first option that we uh, we have in the Liturgy of the Word for this weekend, and, you know, maybe um, I will say before even I go uh, further with the explanation and reflection, I want to invite you to go to 
USCCB, United States of Catholic Bishops website, and look at all the readings that the church gives us for this Sunday. Uh, you know, that might be even a good reflection uh, for the last day of, of the year, uh, just, just to grasp uh, what the church wants to talk to us uh, for this weekend, not only on uh, the readings that we will uh, talk about, but also for yourself. Even as a family, my, uh, mom and dad, it's it's beautiful to to the readings that we have uh, for this weekend. So maybe maybe do that. So anyway, to continue, um, you know the the reading, the first option that we will have is from the book of Sirach. And um, let me let me just um, read a portion of it, um, which opens the reading. And here it goes: God sets a father in honor over his children, a mother's authority he confirms over her sons. Whoever honors his father atones for sin, for sin, sins, and preserves himself from them. You know, as as I opened the, the readings and I, I I read them, I was like, wow, this is the fourth commandment that um, we have in the Decalogue in the Ten Commandments, and it speaks so beautifully on the Sunday when we celebrate the Holy Family, Saint Joseph, Mary, and of course our Lord Jesus, and. Uh, but it speaks also to to me. It speaks to to all of us. Uh, we all had mom and dad. Uh, we all were uh, raised by them. And today we hear uh, why from the very beginning uh, things were the way they are, and uh, we should not change them. And it's beautiful example of honoring them uh, for all that they have done for us. You know, whenever I speak to the families that I prepare for for baptism. You know, I always say thank you to them. Um, and I thank them for the love uh, that they have to bring new life. Uh, the love that uh, truly helped them to, to come together and, and bring this new life, the new gift that God has given to us to, to bring to the world, to help him create the world over and over. And, and that's how I feel, you know, whenever there is new life, that's what I feel like the moment of creation. Uh, when God, out of his love, gave life to, to Adam and Eve, they're his children, his children. And the same way he is sharing this, this very gift with every single one of us to bring new life, to create new life. And how does the new life come? Out of love. A great, a beautiful, pure love. And, you know, the when the children who not only were raised by the parents, they are also to remember them in all things, give them, give them honor and love uh, the same way as they came forth. And so uh, today I remember, especially my parents, my grandparents, uh, those who uh, are still with me and those who God has called um, to himself. It is amazing to, to think about them and uh, whatever I feel is um, different, but yet at the same time, it brings me such a great joy uh, to have them in my life. And not only them, I remember all the people that were in my life, in my neighborhood, uh, in the church. You know, for, for me, when I was growing up, there was no Mr. or Mrs. Uh, it was simply grandma, grandpa, mom, dad, uh, uncles, and aunts all over the place uh so they were all one family to me always and then later on as i was uh, growing up i learned you know we call them this way but there's no blood relationship between us uh but i said uh what about our religion what about our faith god says that we are all one family so 
we still translate that into the same the same uh, category of family. We are one family and we are all learning from each other to be siblings, to be parents, to be mothers, to be grandparents. And uh, maybe me and uh, Jam, uh, we are far away from saying uh, grandparents to ourselves, but hey, the time is coming. The time is coming and the year, years after years will be uh, uh, growing. Um, they are not moving backwards. So uh, all this is to, to remember um, our loved ones and those who helped us be who we are today. Uh, and we are called uh, by God himself uh, to honor them and, and help them just as they help us every day. So that's where my mind is going uh, with the readings. Well, this one especially. Yeah, well, you know, Father, you um, you know, you touched on this um, fourth commandment, right? Honor your father and mother, and um, you know, this Sunday that the church gives to us, this Holy Family Sunday, you know, it's, it's you know, there's this tie into this Old Testament, um, Ten Commandments, you know, fourth commandment, you know, remembrance, and then just like all things, where the Lord Jesus takes. Um, the old law, not to abolish it, but to fulfill it and to elevate it, you know, um, and it's curious because I, I feel like maybe the fourth commandment, you know, honor your father and mother, maybe is a commandment that I think a lot of adults probably dismiss as like, oh, that's, that's the one for the kids, right? Like, that's the one that's like, you know, once you turn 18, <laughs> you're like graduate from that one and you don't have to listen to that one because it's really just for little kids to, you know, make sure they, you know, take out the trash and clean their room and pick up their toys. <laughs> and, you know, and I think that's fair, you know, obviously uh, for my younger kids and um, I want them to, uh, to listen and to honor my wife and I, but um, I think the hard reality is, is that, you know, and we get the reminder here in the first reading from the book of Sirach is that, you know, this commandment, uh, this obligation to honor our parents continues throughout our life and, and to the end of our parents' lives, really. And um, so I just want to kind of, you know, take a look at um, the, the last part of the reading, which we'll hear, or you may hear on Sunday, depending on the options that are chosen, because as Father, you mentioned, there's a lot of options. So, uh, but this is one of them, and it says, uh, continuing on after where, where you left off, Father says, My son, take care of your father when he is old. Grieve him not as long as he lives. Even if his mind fails, be considerate of him. Revile him not all the days of his life. Kindness to a father will not be forgotten. Firmly planted against the debt of your sins. And uh, yeah, that's to me is very striking because, um, you know, as as my parents are, are getting older, and thanks be to God, they're both still, you know, alive and um, for the most part in, in pretty decent health, but they're, they're getting older and it's becoming more noticeable that they're getting older. Um, you know, this is a conversation that my wife and I have had about, well, what happens when, you know, they get too old or too old to live on their own or too old to take care of themselves or, you know, and, and those are, you know, difficult and complicated questions for, for everyone and every family to kind of have to deal with. But, you know, there is a, an important reminder here that the Lord gives to us, which is that the uh, obligation to to honor our our parents is not just for small children to you know make sure that they clean their room and uh, you know eat their vegetables, but it's it's for all of us to kind of be mindful of our elderly parents. Um, you know, and, and it's an interesting. I, I don't know for some reason this is just striking me. It says even if his mind fail, <laughs> consider him not. And I just think of you know. Um, you know, it's a real struggle, I'm sure, for 
elderly folks, um, as their health starts to decline and their mind kind of loses a certain sharpness. And, um, you know, for their children who have always maybe always looked to, you know, mom or dad as, um, you know, the wisest, the sharpest, the smartest, the strongest, the biggest, the bestest, you know, whatever, um, to see them kind of in their weakness there. Um, there's something about kind of uh, the love of parent to child that is reciprocated with child to parent. You know, the parents give so much of themselves when their children are, are young with, you know, whether it's sleepless nights when they're toddlers and they're sick or, um, you know, sacrificing things so that they can send them to school or buy them shoes, you know, whatever the, the thing is, right? That, you know, this uh, reciprocating of of love is kind of shown here kind of in the later portions of life. But I think it's a real struggle for, for us in this modern world because we want to kind of, we don't like dealing with end of life stuff. And it's, we tend to kind of just push it to, you know, the background, you know, go to a facility, go to a home, go to somewhere else or, you know, deal with it on your own, or we get frustrated, perhaps. Um, so maybe there's a good reminder here, you know, this image of the Holy Family, um, you know, it's, it's, you know, Jesus has this really, I mean, the Holy Family is unlike any other family, right? You've got the Son of God as an infant, you know, toddler, child growing in this family. You've got Mary immaculately conceived without sin, and then the virtuous and righteous saint. This is not a regular family, you know, but it's the ideal family in a lot of ways because you see, you know, the Lord God condescending to be an infant and to be so dependent upon Mary and Joseph for bodily needs. Um, but then Jesus kind of um, in a aboundingly more generous way reciprocates love kind of in his work of saving, you know, um, in, in his suffering and death. So there is something about kind of this modeling of of self-giving love that then reciprocates back. And then kind of within the family dynamic, there is this, you know, I give myself to you and then you give yourself back to me. And then we kind of surrender ourselves to one another. And through that, you know, loving surrender, we kind of image this holy family. So, um, yeah, I think while we maybe look at the the icons or artwork of the Holy Family, we we tend to see just Mary, Joseph, and little baby Jesus and think like, well, I don't have any babies. So the Holy Family is just kind of this, you know, cute image. But, you know, there's something about um, the mysterious death of like St. Joseph. You know, we don't know what um, that would have looked like. We have kind of um, speculation and, you know, we say that we pray for a happy death like Joseph because we assume that Mary and Jesus were by his side. Um but we don't know how old Joseph was. Maybe Joseph, you know, Jesus was still a child, or maybe Jesus was 27 years old. I mean, we we really don't know. Um, and so um, there is something, though, to say that tradition has that Mary and uh, Jesus were, were by his side. And so, again, it, tying back to this reading and this idea of uh, taking care of um, and honoring parents, and, and particularly when they're um, older, you know, that can be that great image of a holy family um, of us caring for and reciprocating the great love that our parents showed for us when we were small to to them, maybe when they're in their later stages of life. So, um, yeah, I don't know, maybe a lot to kind of think about and, and kind of re-examine what the image of the Holy Family looks like, because sometimes it's not as, um, you know, postcard, <laughs> clean picture, nice artwork, you know, there's something very uh, tangible that I think we can all kind of find a relating image to. That's very true, and um, and I'm glad you you brought that point, uh, you know, to look 
on the picture of, of the Holy Family. And, uh, you know, um, maybe even, even put yourself there. And, uh, you know, that's what God intends uh, for every single family of this world uh, in the times past, present, and future. So uh, Holy Family is uh, the example of what we uh, are to be and what is the holiness um, in the family, how we care for, for each other throughout our lives. So um, that's a good point. Um, I'm glad you brought that uh, to us. But as always, you know, the readings, the word of God is rich beyond even uh, what we can comprehend. But yet they're all, it always speaks to us uh, in a beautiful way, helpful way. So um, I hope this uh, will open up a little bit more. And once again, if you have a chance uh, to look on all of them, uh, and, and uh, you know, something else may come up, something that you haven't thought or something that you can grow on. So I hope you will take your chance and look at the, all the readings and um, spend with your family. Be, be with the ones that love binds together. So anyway, we'll see you all in the church to celebrate the Lord's Day and the feast day of the Holy Family. Uh, and of course, to see each other as one God's family here on earth. Many blessings, uh, of course, Happy New Year to all of you all, uh, and celebrate um, what the Lord has given us because it is for His glory and our salvation. Bye, everyone.